We are back, and I want to start this episode with Zach. Zach, buddy, how are you? Terrible. Terrible? Why terrible? It's not good. The season's over before it started, that's why. (laughs) But free agency hasn't even happened yet. Yeah, nobody's going to go to us. That's it. No GM wanted to go to us until now. We got the guy from the Angels. And the Angels yeah. got the guy from you. Yeah. Yeah, they did. It was kind of like a trade. It was a trade. There's only one Met left from that 2015 team, Zach. Uh, from the rotation, yeah. Yeah. No, from the rotation or Met in, Met in general? I feel from like... Who's left? Well, Conforto technically is No, not it's not. He's yet. a free agent. Uh, was Nimmo there? He... No, I think he came like a year or two after. Let me Let me check. <laughs> Either way, it's still there. six You're years. Right. There's nobody six from years of turnaround. Familia's still there. Yeah, Familia's. Yeah, you're right. Familia's still there. <laughs> oh god. Are you okay? And we only have one more year with Degrom until he decides what he wants to do. Oh, I mean, I think that decision's gonna be made at the trade deadline. Yeah, most likely. Are you okay? No. Wasn't Syndergaard the one that was like tweeting at Cohen and being like, I'm so excited to play for you? There was a few Mets yep. players, but yeah, he was doing it too. What happened? Played one game. <clears throat> yeah, and then what? Two innings. Two innings. And then got $10 20, million you know, $21 million with the Angels on a one-year contract. Wow. Which is, granted, it's a one-year contract. It's nothing. With, it's not a commitment. With rumors, with rumors that a team offered $25 million. Yeah, I mean, a one-year contract is not, especially in baseball, because baseball money doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But a one-year contract is nothing. It's no commitment. It's like when the Devils gave Wayne Simmons five mil for one year. It's the same thing. So, uh, just passes physical, by the way. So, what if Stroman leaves too, Zach? Where does that leave you, pitching-wise, starting pitching-wise? Degrom, 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 Peterson. Cool. Then Degrom again. Cool. Yeah. Then Degrom again. Then Degrom again. Cool. And then Degrom again, and then back to Peterson. Cool. And then McGill. Yeah, I, I like McGill. I'll give him another year. Okay. So. That's it. That's the only okay. three starters we have right. right now. That's where that's the problem. We need freaking starters, and we needed to work on our bullpen, but that's gonna be a lot harder because we're gonna have to go after more starters. Uh, Jaris Familia is a free agent. Yeah, good. Let him go. So right. that's so. Degrom's the only one left. Seth Lugo is on the team. Sean Gilmore. Uh, no, Robert Gazelman's on the team. Nimmo was on the team. Yeah. Uh, Michael Kadire. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you also have to remember, Familia was not, you know, all in one. Familia left and came back. Yeah, yeah that still wouldn't matter. I'm looking at yeah, your. The uh, only ones I'm seeing right now. Yeah, I'm looking at your World Series roster. Me too. And there's no, yeah, there's nobody Lugo, here. Only Lugo and Nemo. Well, Lugo didn't make the World Series and roster. DeGrom. Well, he was on the team that year. Yeah, but he didn't play in the World Series. Yeah, so there's strong. only one Met left from the 2015 World Series. Was Seth Lugo on the starting roster? No, he he did not make the World Series roster. No. Oh. Uh, the only ones who did that would still be there would be DeGrom, Familia, and uh, Syndergaard. They're gone. Well, yeah. DeGrom's there, but soon. But Familia might stay for all we know. 
Yeah, Zach, that'd be good. Hope not. So did we ever get to see a full season of Syndigram? Or was that no. just always well, injury not, prone? Not since not his a, surgery. Yeah, like earlier in the careers, yeah, but that's when DeGrom was, wasn't quite what he is now. He was still good. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like no. healthy DeGrom. 100% yeah. at their peaks? Yeah. No. <sighs> at their full abilities? Damn. Skill-wise, maturity and career? No, never happened. It's a bummer. Yeah. He is going to car. Do the Angels play the Mets next year? DeGrom's had 30 starts yes, every Indiana year home. except for the past two years. Oh, DeGrom. Syndergaard's uh, going to carve up the Mets next year, Zach. If he's healthy. Do we, do we play the Angels? I don't think we Yes, have... in Anaheim, June 10th through the 12th. Oh, I love how... This is what's so great about Mets fans right now. Because if it would have been the other way around, and he signed a one-year, $21 million contract with the Mets, it would have been, yeah, no long-term commitment. It's a good contract for him. Keeps him on the team. Let's see if he's still got anything left in the tank. But now the other way around, it's, ah, he's never healthy anyway now that he's signed somewhere else. I just hate him in his book club. Okay. Your hatred lies Stupid with Stupid ass book club. So do you I'm hate- shocked you got $21 million. Well, it's for one year. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's still I don't know why he I understand, didn't. but you take that over like... But this is... Guys... This it's is betting on himself. Yeah. This is the Angels' modus operandi. They've been doing this for years. Doing a, a risky, injury-prone pitcher. Like the third year it's happened. Yeah, but they're not giving him term. No, but they they take these guys and they sign them for one year. They signed Julio Tehran for one year. And it didn't did it work out? No. And then what happened? He's gone for one year. It's not like you have to pay him after that. There's no risk. It's a low risk move. It's a genius move that just never seems to work out for the Angels. Well, that's because they have. It's because of the Angels. Extremely large. We need to sign Max Scherzer. Excuse you. They need to sign Max Scherzer. Who does? Anaheim. Okay. I was about to say. Yeah, the Mets are getting uh, Verlander for some reason. The Mets is... 38? Now, now I want to run this name by Zach because I want to hear what he thinks because it's a name I've heard linked to the Mets. How do you feel about John Gray? Uh, There we go. That's the spirit. And then Baez is going to walk. Top option. (laughs) Yeah, Tony, how would you feel if Baez went to Boston? I don't care. You wouldn't care? Not really. One player doesn't make a team. No, but it was a team that was just in the ALCS. So? The team that knocked you out. So? Has no bearing on next year. At all. I don't carry this shit year to year like you Mets fans. There's no reason to. I, I, I read the other day that the Yankees are keeping tabs on Freddie Freeman. Yeah, that's not. I don't think that's not happening. happening. Doesn't matter. Has no bearing on what happened last year. Can't change it. Who knows what the Red Sox did pitching wise last year is going to carry over again this year. They just lost Rodriguez. Yeah, Chris Sale will have another year under his belt. Evaldi, who's been pitching well even after having double Tommy John surgeries. Who knows. Uh, Zach, so do you think the Mets are going to retain Baez? Uh, because the I, the talk was they wanted to get a deal done with him sooner rather than later, and I think they do. He's on the I, open uh, market now. I think he. I think he probably would. I think he stays because he likes Lindor that much, and I think that 
since we're not going to have, you know, that many options in the field wise to try and get in uh free agency, they're, they're probably going to sign them. Yeah. I think again, like you back. always say, what's the point of signing them, uh, on the trade deadline if you're not going to sign them back. Yeah. And, and like you said, Tony, unless you're going for, unless you win the championship that year. Now yeah. you said sign them early to me early is before the inevitable lockout on December 1st. Well, so we still got a little bit of time. It felt like the early the Mets were talking about was before he was able to hit the open market. <clears throat> like if the Mets got everything they desired, Baez would be locked up right now. You know, mm-hmm. but they didn't at the end of the day. Well, could they were also trying to find a GM. Yeah, but the type of money he's going to get, it's not, I mean, there's not a single general manager that would say, no, I don't want Javier Baez. The type of money he was going to get was going to supersede the general manager. I mean, the contract he's going to get is an ownership decision. Do you yeah, want to invest this, this much money into one but convincing them and meeting with him and all the the con like the talks for the contract are going to go through the GM as well. I don't know. Yeah, I know the GM is going to be there. I don't know how much of a say he'll have in it. Money wise, yeah, probably. But... I think money wise falls more on Steve Cohen because if Steve Cohen looks at the baseball side of things and says, "I don't care, sign him," having a GM there to talk money really don't matter. Yeah, because the check is blank. And again, there's not a single general manager that, you know, is going to say, I don't want Javier Baez. I, Steve Cohen basically has given the green light to spend money now. We're past that first year threshold that you were talking about. Yep. Several times on this podcast. Yep. The green light's to spend money. So, I mean, give, spend him, it. give him what he I think it might be more term than money, but give him what he wants. Yeah. And I, th- I, I just the one signing I really want is Castellanos. That's what I want. And I think they're gonna get him. I hope so. The That'd thing be with the perfect person to replace Conforto. Which? Let's go back to Baez real quick. Yeah. Because if if there was a situation where the Mets are like, "Hey, we want to keep you off the open market." And Baez said, okay, it's this. And the Mets said, no. That is A, playing a very dangerous game. Yeah. And B, how much desire did you really have to keep him off the open market? You know? Well, I don't know how much conversation like that happened, though, between them. I would say at least enough that Baez threw out a number. Had to have yeah. been. Had to have been. Yeah. And you want Castellanos? Okay. Yeah. Um, what move would you think happens first? A Castellanos signing or a Baez re-signing? Baez re-signing. Yeah. Now, if that gets put off to the point where the Mets say we want to re-sign Baez first and Castellanos goes, I don't want to wait... It kind of handcuffs the franchise in a way. Yeah. yeah. But I'll, I'll tell you this. This is my dream Mets offseason, and I think Zach's going to be pretty much in agreement here. Resign Baez. Yep. Resign Casti- or sign Castellanos. Yep. Resign Stroman. Yeah. 
just because we need him now. That's yeah, something already done. Yeah, he's a he's a necessity now. It seems like and re-sign Aaron Loop. Yes, definitely get Loop and leave it at that. The best I can I do think is try and get another bullpen arm. <laughs> Especially, I don't want Familia Tony, coming back. Tony Rick Harrison Pickenick will say best the, he can do. Best like. I can do is Brett Gardner. John Gray. Uh, Gardner. Yeah, you're going to trade for Sonny Gray, actually. Andrew Heaney. Sonny Gray. Now, Andrew Heaney is a Dodger now. He's a Dodger. Yeah. He got 8 mil. So he's, he's trying to piggyback a ring real quick. Yeah, why not? Best I can do, yeah, you know, Brett Gardner. You trade for a player like... You want J.A. Happ? No. I will put J.A. Happ on the Mets. John, we can get John Lester. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Might as well. Just start all the 40-year-old players. Get Verlander, get everybody. Why but not? But you also get like a really good player, like a player who was really good, but is like clearly past his prime. Like Verlander, he just said. Yeah, it. Verlander. Yeah, that's a good one. He just said it. And we all back. keep forgetting the exactly. giant exactly. disappointment ready to walk out the fucking. Uh, there is there's something of Robinson Cano. There is something that tells me that Albert Pujols is going to be on this roster next year. Oh no! I was thinking more Andrew Miller. Yeah, I can see now, that. Is he a free agent? No, I make a trade. 36-year-old pitcher. Had, had a rough, had, had a bit of a down season with St. Louis. They did it with the Rays this year. Why wouldn't they do it that uh, right now? Oh, that's right. I forgot you guys did that. Rich Hill. Rich Hill. Free agent. Right? Honestly, sign him back. You need pitching. <laughs> we need pitching. You need pitchers who back. can eat up innings. And he has a nasty curveball, so I'll take it. Even at, what, 43 years old? Yeah. You guys should just full-on switch to the oldest rotation in baseball. Get Jeez. Verlander, retain Rich <laughs> no. Hill, keep DeGrom, of course, but you can make it up in the other two spots. Try to get other old starting pitchers. Uh, make a move, trade your future for, like, Adam Wainwright. No. <laughs> and we'll go from there. I'm hoping we might see Batty or uh, Alvarez this year at some point. Granky, We could sign Zach Granky. Zach Granky's a good one. Zach Greinke's a real good one, Zach. And, he, and he's injured. Oh, yeah, you want CC out of retirement? No, I'm good. It's nukes. He does. Three career home runs, all bombs. <laughs> we, we already have DeGrom to, pit, to hit for us. Ah, yeah, but he can't like hit every should have won the, the silver slugger for pitchers. It's only because he had a shortened season that he didn't. Should he Oh, have? Whoa, whoa. Can we bring Ari Dickey out of retirement? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I knuckleballs knuckle never ball. go out of style. <laughs> you can't lose a knuckleball. The ladies love the knuckleball. We should also, just hold open tryouts at this point. I think Zach. Do they do they do silver slugger, one for each league? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I was about to say in each position. Zach Greinke should win the silver slugger every year. He's in the AL. What do you mean? Well, no, he should win the AL. Well, pitchers in the AL still get a silver slugger. He. Eh. Do they? Yeah, I think so. Because, dude, the the Astros... Okay, well, maybe it should be Shohei Otani. But the Astros pinch hit yeah. with Zach Greinke in the World say. Series. Come on, man. I know. Zach Greinke leads all Silver Slugger winning pitchers in on-base percentage. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh... They don't give out a pitcher award for the AL. Shohei was leading what? the league. Yeah, they don't. He just leads the all the, of the season last year. That's garbage. That's garbage. They totally should. Or they should make it like a league-wide type thing. Zach Greinke has two silver sluggers, by the way. 
How about that? Probably one. Who is in Arizona? Arizona. He's got one in Arizona. One is a no. Dodger. Oh, I, yeah, I forgot. Dodgers. I almost said Milwaukee. Zach, you're talking about calling up pitchers, like young yeah. players. Also, shout out to Mike Hampton, who won the they Silver Slugger five straight about, years. Though. Mike Hampton won the Silver Slugger five straight seasons. Jeez. 99 to 03. He was a Met. One of them was with the Mets. Yeah. So what what do you want to do to fill out your starting rotation? Is there guys in your system? Uh, I don't know if we have a lot of pitchers at the moment. We have more with the cat with catcher and Alvarez. We have Batty at third base. We've got Maruccio at shorter second. And then Tony's Tony's guy won two silver sluggers. Oh eight oh nine. Carlos Zambrano, Big Z. Goat. And he well, he also won an 06. Yeah. Batted 151 and 06 and won a silver slugger. But because, I mean, if we're starting to rely on young players for the Mets. I'm not going to say rely. Well, I, I mean, yeah, we're going to put him in a position where he's going to be. them in, see yeah. how they do. Yeah, but give him the opportunity to become an everyday player. Oh, Matt Allen. Matt Allen's supposed to be a beast. It still would put some pressure on young players to perform. We're just picking some random names out of a hat at this point. Yeah. You are broken, aren't you? Pretty much. You are broken. People are beginning just... to lose trust in Cohen. No, I don't mm. know about that. Mm, yet, beautiful, but... just as I projected. That's exactly what we both said. <laughs> yes. last, it's like, great, isn't it? About a year ago today, in fact. I don't know about that yet. But... No. It's a little... well, yeah. When we well, said, give it a little bit of time. Give me five years, and then I'll just like, Let me tell you, Zach can say all he wants right now, but that little seed of doubt is in the back of his mind. <laughs> Oh, 100%. It never leaves with this organization. Nothing just Steve changed. Cohen's here. Everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows. No. No. Nothing you have a lot changed. of pain to go, Zach. It never ends. What do you think of your five-year projection? Still, uh, still confident in it? I, I, I think we could string one together on an off too. year. Okay, what, what, about, what about losing uh, Baez? Would that hamper... The plans? Depends on what they respond with. Yeah. It depends it depends on the offseason. Okay. Yeah. Here it is a good question. If Baez leaves, what do you want the response to be? Marcus Semyon. That I wouldn't mind. I'm trying to think. Uh because there's not many Javier Baez level players out there. One one hate Correa. That's, also remember he's going to be a tiger. Not a normal second baseman. Yeah, we just got to look at that point. If we lose Baez, we're looking at a normal second baseman that could play second base that has played second base. You got also, a you got a multi million dollar second baseman on the roster, Zach. Listen, I, I well, who, who McNeil? Yeah, nah, you got Robinson Cano. Cano. Don't you know? Robinson oh Cano. no! Don't even say his name. Also, thirty nine year old Robinson Cano. Shout out to my new favorite pitcher, Marcus Stroman, for just taking a. Shovel to the Yankees. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was awesome. Yeah, he's quite a guy there. Marcus Stroman hates, talking about Marcus, come to the Yankees. A little little waving gift. Bye bye. If he knew it was good for his career, he'd come to a better team. But like, he's one to it's talk. Not like he had a choice to come to us. No, no, no. He has a choice now, though. Yeah, now he does. But I mean, there, it was no secret when he was around getting traded that he wanted to be a New York Yankee. There was no secret at all about that. He wanted it. His dad wanted it, I think it was. 
And to hit, for him to say what he said about your team letting you down every year, I mean, every team spends money every year, and they not everybody wins. There's only one trophy at the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm not going to sit here and defend the Yankees. They've made some very questionable moves. But Aaron Boone. Marcus Stroman, take a seat. They're still paying Jacoby Ellsbury, right? Money doesn't matter in baseball. <laughs> Especially when you are the New York Yankees. Very true. <laughs> Zach, you should be entering that realm. Should I think be, that's the, but... I think that's the realm Steve Cohen. I mean, it's got to be spend money, ask questions later, you know? Yeah. That's and it's going to start this offseason. Yeah. That's the, the problem. Thing is this. After well, losing also... a guy like that and after having a season very disappointing how it is, He's got to spend money. We're also talking about this like the Mets didn't have a top five payroll last year, which they did. They did. Did they really? Yeah. Yep. That sucks. Because of Lindor. So, uh, so, the, so the whole spending of, money and the, the Mets can't spend money stuff, well, I want to put that a little bit to the side. Well, no, I'm not putting that to the side at all because that wasn't Cohen spending that money. Lindor. That wasn't Cohen spending was of the money. It was a lot Lindor. of stuff he inherited. Lindor gave him. Yeah, I think Eric's point was, it was because of Lindor. I think Eric's point is more to the fact that the Mets do spend money. They just don't spend it correctly. So yeah. we can't say, oh, they're going to start spending money now. They've always and been they, spending and, money. And that they're penny pinchers. Like they, have, they have a top five yeah. salary in well, the league. With the Wilpons, we were penny pinchers. But, but the other thing year, this, no. uh, to play devil's advocate, and this is for everybody here, when was the last big Mets free agent signing? I'm talking like big free agent sign, not a re-signing, not like David Wright. Like a big free agent signing the Mets have had. They don't get them. Wasn't Piazza All the big free agents go free agent to the Yankees signing. if they're going Piazza to the trade. Trade. Shit. Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how your guys' payroll added up to $154 million. <laughs> a lot of that's Robbie Cano, and a lot of that's. Uh, well, Lindor's 23 bro. mil. That's 11%. Then we took over Baez's uh, contract. Yeah, that's. that's... Oh, DeGrom's getting 22. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. only got, you got two players over 20 mil. You got a lot of. Taewon Walker's making 10. Carlos well, Carrasco's got, making 12. Conforto, well, Tony, 12 also, and a half. Tony, you're also forgetting Robbie Cano. Yeah, but Cano doesn't count toward the payroll. Last year, yeah. Last his year. his salary last season that counted toward the payroll was $3.7 million. Because he was on the suspended slash reserve list. So that didn't really count toward the... I, I'm just confused how your payroll got that high. Because they don't know how to spend money. No, but like still though. It still shouldn't get that high. Yeah, it shouldn't. But it's the Mets, and they don't know how to spend. They don't know what they're doing. Total they got payroll. money. They went. A lot of it's inherited. Total payroll: hundred seventy point four million dollars. Yep. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. How much did the Yankees spend last year? Just a little bit more than that. Just a little more. Your twenty-six man payroll. Your twenty-six man payroll was only one hundred fifty-four million dollars. The Yankees was one hundred forty-one. Total payroll after injured reserve retained buried everything. The Mets was two hundred one million. The Yankees was two hundred five. And then you got the Dodgers way above everything at two seventy. Jesus, spending dumb money. The other thing is Jacob Degrom's already thirty four. Yeah. So screw top five. They're top three. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why yeah, is no so- one talking about how the Mets are spending all this fucking money and not doing anything? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. They also spend money in the wrong place. <laughs> yes. And all of their money spent 
isn't on. It's all on either re-signs or the Yankees go out and get free agents. That's their thing. Yes, but yeah, the money's still being spent. If I you're know. gonna scream and cry and wail and moan that the Yankees are out here spending all this money and you're not getting anything, well, this is the first year that the Mets. Your were team's doing the same money. thing, dummy. Well, Zach, <laughs> in 2020, what was your payroll at? Your payroll was still sixth in the league. In 19, your payroll was 13th in the league, so still top half above the league yeah. average. Still not the best. There's still questions, man. There's a lot of questions. You guys have to retain Baez or the whole thing was meaningless. Yep. That is a Could tough a situation. Because all it takes is one pitch from another team, and that's it. Yep. You know? Tough. And then you're going to be left settling, and that's going to suck. Because the second that player has a misstep in his career or something, it's going to be, man, it's because they settled. They didn't get stuff done fast enough. It's going to suck. You know that, don't you? It's just a never-ending loop. (laughs) He's broken. He's broken. Just wait till Pete Alonso walks at some point. That's not going to happen. Or It's coming. Or an even worse situation. We have Alonso for like five more years. I know. I'm just looking down the line. Because the Mets are doing the same. The Mets management has to look down the line the same way. Yeah. Or the Mets trade him. If you're hungry for a superstar, let's say people keep leaving, nobody will sign their buy. Let's say buys is long gone at this point. Sometimes you're overpay players to stick around just because they're a name. Yeah. That could be a who, who knows what the league looks like in five years, especially for the Mets. But it's definitely a scenario you could run into. It's happened in the past. It's a, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Zach. Yeah, you don't. I know you're not sorry. So you act like we don't deal with the same thing with the Devils. Oh, it's the exact same. thing. It's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> same team, basically. Only the only problem is. There's no We're not here to ridicule. There's no spending limit in baseball. Yeah, that's true. Their owner isn't split between two organizations with another one he clearly favors more. Oh yeah. Whoop whoop, that's us. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Eric. Like <laughs> Tough. It's tough. It's tough all yeah. around. It's a tough scene. One, once once we get the whole Ben Simmons trade figured out, then we can work on the hockey team. Dude, Ben Simmons is hot garbage. Ben Simmons is garbage. Hot garbage. Yeah. It's terrible. The the Sixers are rolling towards something too. I'm telling you. <laughs> because another couple years of no winning and people are gonna get really pissed off. I'm surprised. People they are already, already upset. No, no, no. More pissed off that they're gonna they're gonna shift into drastic change mode. Oh god. Yeah. That's never a good mode to shift into. No money for the devils. <laughs> None. Well, maybe. Maybe because they, they might shrink that payroll. Let's pick games for week eleven of the National Football League season. Zach, do you have any uh statistics ready? Because I don't have any ready this week. I'll go to the Barstool Sportsbook app. Okay. Like this week the NFL website decided not to show me any little fun facts. Which isn't nice because they gave me a mess of them last week. If you're gonna do it once, you gotta keep there's, doing it. They don't fact. have any. It's strange. It, it might. It might be the fact on your thing. Fuck you, Tony. Ah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. All right. All right. What's Thursday's game? Thursday's game is Patriots-Falcons, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, 820 on Fox, the NFL Network, and Amazon. Tom and John are both taking the Patriots. Mac Jones is just too good. Give me the Patriots. Trish? Yeah, give me the Pats. Mac Jones has been very impressive this year. Best rookie quarterback by far. Oh, yeah, easily. And uh, did you see, oh, who was it? Mateau? Tyron Matthew is who it was. Matthew. That's how you say his name. That's how I always pronounce it in my head. Really? Yeah. (laughs) You got a pronunciation problem. Well, there's an H and then an E-I-U. Like, that's not how okay, you spell Matthew. Okay, I'm going to hit you with there's an H in Matthew, so just get away from that. Yeah, but there's no E-I-U in Matthew. Don't give me that. There's no I in you. There's no I in you in regular Matthew. That's, Tyron Matthew, there is. Uh, no. Well, there is. There I is no I no, understand. I mean. It's Mateau. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there was he, no I in Mateau. Sh- okay. <laughs> so, M-A-T-T-E-A-U. Yeah. Yeah, you, you. There's an A. Yeah, you. An A yeah. after all the T's. There's no O. Go uh, ahead. He was talking, <laughs> and he was just basically getting pissed off at people who are, like, now looking into Mac Jones and going, wow, what a good quarterback. He's like, because you couldn't throw the ball, like, sidearm yeah, 700 he, yards. He couldn't run and all that. <laughs> no one looked at him, but that man can play quarterback. It's like, yeah, okay, we understand. He was. Where, whereas the whole league is shifting towards your Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson types, he's a uh, Philip Rivers. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the thing. I was gonna say Eli Manning, Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> well, see, but that's the thing. Tom is still successful. So, do we need to shift to a? Do we need to shift to? <laughs> nah, I mean, it depends on the system. No, a running quarterback, or can we stick with? Well, the Patriots tried the running quarterback. Uh, and it did not it work. It did not work. Did not work. I think work. if it did work, maybe Justin Fields? Would maybe have they been trade drafted. Up? Yeah, yeah maybe. maybe it's a different situation. But it didn't work. They went so back, back to, to the, the Tom tried Brady, and true. Tom Brady prototype. and Tried and true. He does not move. He just stands there. He just stands he there. He just stands there and he throws the ball. <laughs> the pocket never collapses. Because and when it does, reason, he just throws it away. That's all he does. <laughs> Eric, Patriots or Falcons? Uh, give me the Pats. Zach? The Falcons have failed to cover the spread in the last four of the last five at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Why that Zach has found facts? What's Give the spread? The Seven. Seven. Oof, oof. No, you know what? I like that. Do I like you? That I, I kind of like a little more than seven. I like Do you? A little nine and a half action. I had Rams minus well, nine and a half last night. I know you did. Old. Listen, I was watching that game and I felt for you, brother. I was like, oh man, that shit hurted. I turned, I turned <laughs> it on as. Uh, Stafford was throwing his second pick six in the game. And I was just like, oh, wow, look at that, a pick six. And then someone's like, yeah, it was the second. I'm like, oh, that's No, he only threw one pick was six. Was it only one? It was the second pick of the game. Second pick first of the pick game, six. first pick six. But yeah. well, no, I, wasn't I, fun. that's when the TV turned on for me, and I was just like, oh, man. Because I'm looking at the half, start. I'm going, okay, they're about to kick a field goal, makes it a, like a like an 11-point game. I'm like, okay. Get some momentum, and then do the stupid fake field goal on fourth and thirteen, and it does it. You came up with six yards short. Let's go to Sunday, one o'clock on Fox. Lincoln Financial Field, Philadelphia. The Saints and the Eagles. Saints gave the uh, gave the Titans a run for their money last week. Came down to a two point conversion that they could not capitalize on. Tom and John both take the Saints. I'm taking the Saints as well. Trish. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Saints. Eric. Um. Yeah, give me New Orleans. Zach? 
The Eagles have lost each of their last five games at Lincoln Financial Field. Give me the Saints. At home. That's not good. That's not good at all. Uh, 1 o'clock on f- CBS. 3-7 Dolphins, 2-7 Jets, MetLife Stadium. This is just hot garbage. Uh, both teams. Well, Dolphins actually coming off a win. Dolphins look very good against Lamar Jackson. Jets, Mike White. I guess the Mike White experiment is over. Um, the magic is gone. The magic is gone. He got blistered. John would love this uh, stat. He got he. John was so worried. He didn't want Zach Wilson to suffer through that. Instead, they just sacrificed Mike White for it. He had four picks. Uh, Tom and John taking the Dolphins, making the Dolphins too. Trish. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. A couple weeks ago, I might have taken the Jets. No, not after that. I'm not. After the Dolphins come off an impressive win too. I'm not taking the Jets. Eric. Yeah, give me Miami. Zach. Yeah, you might want to might might want to stay away from the Jets because they have lost uh, each of the last nine games against the AFC East opponents. Jeez, it's a tough losing streak, especially. Give me the Dolphins. One o'clock on Fox, the three and six football team coming off an impressive win over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers against five and five Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton last week had a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Each on his first two plays of the game within the first 10 minutes of the game, he is back Cam in is Carolina. Cam is set to start. Cam week. is set to start over P.J. Walker. John and Tom taking the Panthers. I am taking the Panthers, too. I think Cam Newton is going to get an insane reception in his first home game back as a member of Carolina. Trish? Yeah, I, I think that uh, that is going to be the definition of a home field advantage. Uh on Sunday. That's going to be a very fun game to watch. Eric? Against Ron Rivera, too. Yep. Let's yeah. Um, yeah, give me Carolina here. Zach? So the Panthers have lost five of their last six games against uh, teams that held a losing record. But I think because Ron Rivera is coaching, give me the Washington. Uh, wow, okay. And that's nice. Wow. So you have Ron Rivera being the difference. Yes. Nobody knows Cam Newton – as well as Ron Rivera does, you know, it's yeah. it's something. This is true, but it's going to be a good matchup. Cam I'm not going to watch it, but it's going to be a good matchup. Away from the league and away from Ron Rivera for a little while now. Yeah, but he's so his game it's is different like Cam because he well he's not league. the same as he was when he was in Carolina. He he's not the same player. But anymore. when it comes to blitzes, when it comes to shit like that, disguising stuff on the defense, he knows what at least gives Cam Newton some fits. Yeah, well, he knows what gave Cam Newton fits a couple years ago. If Cam Newton has studied the film and gotten better at reading fields, you know, we don't know that he has, but if he has done that over the past couple of years, then maybe some of the things that Rivera is going to think are going to work against him might not. He also knows Ron Rivera's defensive system. Exactly. And that might be something that Cam has on his side. One o'clock on CBS, the five and five Colts and the six and three Bills. Bills coming off an insane win against the Jets. They just smoked. It them. was they, the Jets. I understand. Insane by the amount of points they put up. The Jets. It, it, you know the Jets have hit the over in like the last five games, including <laughs> that last one. It's not on them. The Jets have two wins. The Jets do have two wins. This is at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Apparently, that name of that stadium is Highmark. Um. I thought it was New Era Field still. Tom and John both taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills. It's a no-brainer. I still think they're the top team in the AFC, although the Chiefs are coming. They're coming. We'll see. <laughs> I think they're coming. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. They're coming. Trish? Yeah, I'm going to take the Bills. Eric? Yeah, Buffalo. Zach? 
The Colts have covered the spread in eight of their last ten road games. What's so the spread? I take the seven. Yep, seven. I could see so that. So I would take the spread, but take the Bills' money line. Over-under is 50 and a half. I would yeah, take seven and a half. I could see seven being a push. Hot tip for the over. Five of the last six Colts games as road underdogs has gone over the total point line. One o'clock on Fox. The 0-8-1 Lions versus the 5-5 five and five Browns. I have a little fun fact about the Lions if you would like. Go ahead. So there is a person who has been tracking the coin tosses of every team all season I so far that. this year. The Lions are 0-8 on their coin tosses. They can't even win a fucking coin toss. Hmm. Ouch. Giants, I think, are 5-4 and four on the year. Something like that, yeah. yeah. I didn't look too deeply into record? it. I just saw that the, the Lions were 0-8, and, and they haven't won a game, and it's just like, man. This game's in Cleveland, First Energy Stadium. Yeah, no. They're, 1 o'clock. They're going to get smacked. No Baker Mayfield. Doesn't matter. I think. Battling a plethora of injuries. Doesn't matter. Nick Chubb is out. Doesn't matter. No, he's not. He's projected to come back. Is he? Yeah. Because my projection today on fantasy was oot. I just looked. Well, okay, so they have him listed as out, but if you actually read his little bubble. Hang on. Yes, he has numbers, and he also – hold on. I'm going to read what they wrote because they actually gave a little blurb about him. Also, 0-16-1 is more impressive than 0-17. So Chubb missed week 10 because of uh, being put on the COVID-19 list. Yeah. Chubb is vaccinated, so the expectation is that he'll return to action this week. Two negative tests within 24 hours? Yeah, something like that. But they're saying that uh, he should be a very good uh, running back one this week against the Lions because the Lions' run defense is trash. Okay, and t- he's the only running back they're going to have. Tom and John taking the Browns, taking the Browns too, Trish. Yeah, I'm taking the Browns. Eric? Cleveland. Zach? Last two games in Cleveland with Detroit, with them going head-to-head, Cleveland or Detroit has come out with the win. And I think Detroit is still hungry for that first win, so give me Detroit. Different Detroit team. He took the Lions again. He took them last week. Last yes, week, I by did. the way, not great. Zach went four and nine. I went five and eight. Tom went five and eight. You went six and seven, Trish. John went six and seven. And Eric went six and seven. So I was tied. Not a good week. Yeah, with a losing record. That's a rough week. Nobody went positive. Are we, are we counting the, the push as a losing record? No, just... I didn't even count it toward our records. Okay. The tie. Yeah. Used to be and one. I don't do that anymore. That's it's too much to type out. Yeah, well, that too was much back to work. when you used to let me guess a tie. Yeah, if you picked it right, you'd win. Yeah, if it, if it wasn't a tie, <laughs> I'd lose. Yeah. Um, one o'clock. The 49ers are four and five, coming off an impressive win against the Rams on Monday Night Football. This game is on Fox. It's in Jacksonville against the two and seven Jaguars, who almost came back and beat the Colts on Sunday. Jaguars. Tom and John taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners. Trish Jaguars. Yeah. Jags, roll Jags, says yeah, Trish. I'm, I'm uh, I don't know. I got a feeling. Okay. Jimmy G. <sighs> Jimmy G is a fraud. Jimmy okay? G I'm started last game with 11 straight completions. Yeah, <laughs> I understand. Do you? No, I I watched Jimmy the game. Just, I saw what he, he did. Just, I saw what he, he did against the Rams. Tore up the Rams. He was he looked amazing. But you know what? The That's Ram, what dude. Jimmy G does. Hold on. Jimmy G is a honeypot, right? He is the trap. He sucks you in he is. with these sweet games. Oh, look at me. 
11 oh, completions. Oh, look at me. I'm like 13-2 and two to start my career. Or yeah. Something like that. Ooh, I'm so good. And then the next game, bam! Reality comes back, and it's like, nope, here's four interceptions for you. And a losing game against a team we should obviously beat. It was very impressive. The Niners on Monday just came out and said, yeah, the Rams can't stop our run. And they ran the ball almost 50 times. Yeah. Like you Mitchell, have, Mitchell you have put up Elijah some Mitchell, yeah, like they, 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 yeah, you have Aaron Donald and Von Miller. We don't, we don't give a shit. Yeah, we're just gonna ram it down your throats. What do you, you do see? About uh, it? One of the ride receivers pushed over Von Miller on a play. Yeah, <laughs> they put Debo Samuel in the backyard in the backfield and said, "Yeah, we're gonna hand it to him too. He's gonna run for a touchdown." Mm-hmm. Like, what? And uh, he did. Then he laid on his stomach and like, yeah, I had, I had him next touchdown over. for that touchdown. I was very happy. <laughs> uh, Eric, Niners or Jags? Um. I appreciate Trish going risky with the Jaguars. Um, however, they are the Jaguars. Um, give me 49ers. Jaguars are worse than the Jets. Ooh. Yeah? <laughs> we're we're going to yeah. find out later in the season, but yeah? That's a hell of a statement. I mean, they're make. going head-to-head. Yeah. So we're going we're gonna to put that debate to bed at some point. Mm. Week 17? Yep, week uh, 16. 16. Eric, not Eric, Zach, Niners or Jags? 49ers have failed to cover the spread in 10 of their last 12 as favorites with the spread at 6.5. Mm. The over-under for this is 45. Give me the 49ers, though. Okay. Next game, we got 1 o'clock on CBS. 1-8 Texans, 8-2 Titans, Nissan Stadium. Is anybody taking Tyrod Taylor and the Texans? We had a Tyrod Taylor clause... What was it? Two weeks ago, and they lost mm-hmm. by a lot. And Tyrod played against Miami, right? Yeah, that was an unfortunate, unfortunate. Little tip on the spread: Titans have covered the spread in their last five home games against the Texans. I like the spread in this for Tennessee. Ten and a half. Ten. Yeah. Mm, I like ten more. I don't like. I hate half point kickers. Ten on. I also hate the Titans right now. I had three points and won by two. What kind of garbage is that? Who wins by two points? Tennessee Titans to, uh, cover 70% of the time this year. 70% of the time? Just not the game I fucking needed them to. I was yeah. listening to Sports Talk today, and this guy comes on, and he was talking about how it seems like every great team this year, every team that you're like, yeah, they're going to be something, then they go out the next week and do something crazy that disappoints you. He was talking about the Rams, right? And then he goes, you know, there's only one team that I can think of that's been – uh that's not, been really good and hasn't fallen off and hasn't disappointed anybody, and that's Tennessee. the Titans. What an idiot. And then I'm like, bro, they lost what about the, the fucking Jets week four? Like, what happened? <laughs> Are you taking the Texans? Uh, No. Is anybody taking the Texans? No. Okay. No. Glad we got that. Yeah, no. No. I thought Ty- I just I just Dude, wanted to let Tyrod you know Taylor that guy. won that first game and I said, man, Tyrod Taylor and the Texans are going to be a problem this year. Nope. And then Tyrod got hurt. Davis Mills did Davis Mills did that thing for a couple weeks. They couldn't score a touchdown. They didn't score a touchdown in like 3 weeks. Like like the Jets and Jaguars can't score points. The Texans can't find the end zone. The Texans didn't score a touchdown for like those 3 weeks. Then that third game it just started to come in like the fourth quarter and they almost they made it like a two possession game. They were getting blown out and brought it to a, and did enough to not did enough to cover the spread, I think. Was that against the Rams? That was against the Eagles, yeah. wasn't it? No, it was, it was Rams because it was a 16-and-a-half-point spread, and they came back just to lose by 16. We're, we're, I got I to gotta decline that call. I don't know why that's coming in. Tweet from the Angels. The Angels have agreed to terms on a one-year deal with pitcher Noah Syndergaard. Welcome to Anaheim. Officially official. Oh, man. 
One o'clock, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota, four and five Vikings. Uh, eight and two Packers. Packers coming off a shutout of the Seahawks last week. Tom and John taking the Packers. I'm taking the Packers. He owns this whole division. Trish? Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Eric? Packers, and I like the Packers spread here too. A lot. Zachary? Yeah, the Packers have won 13 of the last 14 games against NFC North opponents. So give me the Packers. Packers are minus two and a half. Yep. Oh, I, oh, stop! An, don't another do week of this. Don't do it. Plus, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers can meet his good friend Anthony Barr again. Wait till Sunday. Oh, that's not nice. Just wait till Sunday. They've also covered the spread in each of their last nine games. There's nothing wrong with them, right? Now. One o'clock on. Uh, damn it! One o'clock on CBS. <laughs> wait, Packers have covered ninety percent of their games this year. That's nine out of oh, ten. Oh, I know the one game they didn't. Yeah, the one that we bet on them. <laughs> How does it feel to lose? Dude, the Titans have covered 70% of the time the one game they didn't, I needed them to. And the Packers have covered 90% of the time in the one game they didn't, I needed them to. Oh, you want to hear yeah. a ballsy move? I ended up making money on that game on Thursday when uh, I, when the Rams Trish, were in scoring position. Trish, I don't think... I'm, I'm judging by I'm judging by how Tony and Zach are upset. I don't think now's the time. I really don't want to hear this. But no, it's going. fine. Let me tell you about it. So the, the 49ers were up like 20 something points and uh i think it was like 20 uh they were up 30 please keep just keep going so i bet minus 18 and a half i think it was and i just threw the rest of my money on it yeah on the niners even though the rams were about to score and they threw like a pick right oh yeah yeah they fucked up (laughs) how much did you win oh i only had like seven dollars left in the account so i threw seven to win over seven okay all right that doesn't hurt me that bad no, but it's still fun. Zach, you taking the Packers? Yeah. Okay. One o'clock on CBS. Six and three Ravens. Three and six Bears. Tom and John both taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens as well. Trish. Ravens. Tri- uh, Eric. Yeah, Baltimore. Zach. The Ravens have won each of their last twelve games against NFC opponents. Give me the Ravens. Uh, first of the four o'clock games. Four o five at the Al in Las Vegas. Battle of five and four teams. Raiders and Bengals. Tom and John taking the Bengals. Give me the Raiders at home. Trish? Ugh. Bengals have not been good the past couple weeks. Oh, and the, I just I can't keep defending them now. Like, they looked so good at the beginning Honestly, of the year. I think the Raiders have a little something to prove after that Sunday night game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Taking the Raiders? Yeah. Eric? Bengals get back on track here with the win. Zach? The Raiders have lost uh, each of their last seven home games following a loss. Give me the Bengals. They got to break that trend eventually. I went five and eight last week in my picks. I need, I I got to turn something around here. We uh, all do. Four twenty-five on Fox Lumen Field in Seattle. Three and six Seahawks. Eight and two Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray's still questionable to play. John has the Cardinals with the Kyler Claws. I'll take the Cardinals with the Kyler Claws as well. So, why do we keep making these clauses? Because nobody can, t- can say whether or not they're playing or not. Fuck. Russ was easy. Russ, Tuesday, I'm playing. My yeah. finger's still fucked up, but I'm playing. Couldn't throw the ball, but he played. Give me the Kyler Claws. Okay, you want the Kyler Claws? Are we yes. taking the Kyler yes, Claws please. all around? Yeah. Yes. Okay. If Kyler plays, they shouldn't lose that game. Four twenty-five on Fox. Seven and two Cowboys. Six and four Chiefs. John and Tom taking the Cowboys. Give me the Chiefs on the road. Trish, give me the Chiefs. Fuck them boys. Eric, 
first of all, the Chiefs are at Arrowhead. They are not on the road. Oh, it is. Oh, it's at Gaia Field in um, at Arrowhead. And give me them boys, them boys, them Dallas Cowboys. They look good. Against the I Falcons. Saw the, I saw them beat the shit out of the Falcons by 40 points. It's it's the Falcons. Yeah. Also, yeah, did you see all the memes when uh, Dallas was up 28-3 to against the Falcons? Yeah, yeah. Everyone was losing their minds. I think it was BetMGM tweeted, if any of these teams are up 28-3, to just turn off your phone. <laughs> they tweeted that at, like, <laughs> one. <laughs> did you see what the Falcons tweeted? No. When they were up 28-3? to Was it like, yeah, 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 we know? Yeah, 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 we know. Zach, Cowboys or Chiefs? Cowboys have won seven of their last eight games. Give me the Cowboys. There you go. That was your stat? Yeah, that's what it gave me. The other one was for the uh, spread. Do you want to hit the spread one? Sure. Chiefs have failed to cover the spread in 10 of their last <laughs> 11 games at, uh, Gaya at Arrowhead Stadium. Over-under for this game is 56 and a half. Over. Wow. Over. <laughs> over, over, over. Cowboys have also covered you? 88% of their games. And the spread's only minus two and a half. So. All these stats are, are leaning towards Gary's guys. Yeah. How much longer until Makes we see... Makes me more confident in the Chiefs. Until we see another game like that Rams-Chiefs game we saw two years well, ago. We had one last year in that Ravens-Browns game. Did it get yeah. that high, though? It got high. No. Yeah, but it wasn't like 51-50. It wasn't like 51-50. Also, <laughs> like also that, that game was like 58-52. Was it 58-52? Yeah, like it, was, it was ridiculously high. Another like, I want that again. Cowboys. Go ahead. Cowboys have won their last three road games. Okay. Uh, Sunday Night Football, 8-20 on NBC, 5-3-1 Steelers at SoFi Stadium take on the 5-4 and four Chargers. Tom and John taking the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. I still don't know if Big Ben's playing, Trish. Does it matter? It No, it doesn't matter if Big Ben's playing at all. Uh, it's more of my lack of faith in the Chargers right now because they keep fucking me when I bet on them. Don't bet them. They're going to win. Can't stand it. Also, Mason Rudolph cannot throw the, a ball on a line. Every ball is a lob pass. It's kind yeah. of impressive they all get there. <laughs> he just... Just... It gets, lollipop. It goes... Gets there eventually. Are you taking the Steelers? No. No. Okay. I'm going to take the Chargers, but this is their last chance. Eric, Chargers or Steelers? Shout out to my boys for pulling out a big win against the Chargers last week in L.A. Uh... We were supposed to be a road game, but it turned out to be a home game. Uh, shout out to all the people in purple that went. Uh, still, give me the Chargers. Zach? The underdogs have won each of their last four games between the Steelers and the Chargers. But that won't deter me from taking the Chargers. I say, that goes back like I was going to say. <laughs> like, we're going back to pre-Philip Rivers. Yeah. Back to pre-Drew yeah. Brees. And Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And then Monday Night Football, Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay, three and six New York Giants are one game out of a playoff spot. Oh. <laughs> Let's go. Against the six and three Buccaneers. Oh. John and Tom taking the Bucks. I am taking the Bucks. I don't care that their whole secondary is out. I don't care that Vita Vea might not play. I don't care that Jason Pierre Paul might not play. I don't this care that be- Rob Gronkowski and Antonio Brown might not play. This Bucks. can be more of a reason to pick the Bucks. Like and hold on. Yeah, and the Giants have looked so damn good. Let me remind you of last year, uh, two years ago, last year, <laughs> last year, last year when the Giants damn near beat the Bucks. At, but they, but they didn't. But did they? But the Bucks were fully healthy. Also, Tom Brady is pissed. Well, yeah, he might be. He is. He pissed. just lost. Tom Brady to, just lost to Washington. To Washington. A team with no he's name. Gonna, he's yeah. gonna carve. He's gonna carve the Giants up on Monday night. We'll see. Please take the Bucks. 
You keep picking against him. The, the Giants bucks. keep winning. It's fine. I'll take the Bucks. Eric. Yeah, yeah. Um, this should be no contest. Tampa Bay. Zach. The Giants have covered in thirteen of their last fourteen. Oh, the, yeah, the Giants are money covering wise. <laughs> uh, they are. They're great. Danny Dimes is Danny Cover. <laughs> I mean, it's fifty-five point six percent cover, but Danny Dimes saving you some dimes. Him and uh, him and Geno Smith, big cover guys. Yeah. Well, Geno I really want to take the Giants, but don't do it. Give me the Bucks. Thank you. So that's gonna wrap this episode. Real quick before we go, shout out to, to Texas Longhorns losing to losing to Kansas. Yeah. They put a backup tight end out there. It was his first offensive action. He caught the game-winning two-point conversion in overtime. Fun fact. It's my turn for the fun fact. This is Kansas' first road conference win in 13 years. Jeez. (laughs) Horns down, baby! (laughs) Can we also talk about the fact that this has sparked national debate on how the ranking system is done in college football? Well, this hasn't sparked it, but Cincinnati's not in the top four. Yeah. I know there's always been there's always been people going, oh, this ranking system's bullshit. But I've seen more people in the past couple of weeks because of that game talking about this shit than I have ever. There are people that legitimately want to put in Notre Dame into college football playoff over Cincinnati when Cincinnati beat Notre Dame. Yeah. Handedly. Yeah. Also, well, we've been complaining another, another about this. Thing. I've been complaining about Notre Dame for years. Not even Notre Dame. I'm talking the about ranking the ranking uh, system. Yeah. Yeah. A, Cincinnati's second in the AP poll. Fifth or sixth in the college football playoff rankings. What was that undefeated team that wasn't even in the playoffs? UCF. UCF. It might be Cincinnati this year. Disrespected. It might be Cincinnati this year. It will be. It's going to be UTSA because they're undefeated too, but nobody cares. They more, don't more, importantly, more importantly than that, there are shares of the Packers up. Yeah, for sale. Starting today. Yeah. $300 a share. You want to buy a piece of Packers? Yes. Yes, that we should all buy one share. We all chip in. We absolutely should. All right, let's do it. Let's fucking yeah. figure it out right now. Too many men corporation okay. buying a share in the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> we then own a fucking football team. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yes, please. Yeah. I would right. love that. All right. We'll get on that. <laughs> All right. Every episode of Too Many Men Sports Podcast available wherever you get your podcast. Horns down, ladies and gentlemen. Horns down immensely. I have a friend. Shout out to my friend Tavon, who's a big Texas Longhorn fan. <laughs> After they lost to, I believe it was, was it Oklahoma was their first loss of the year? Yeah. yeah. He said, I really can't see them losing to any other team this season, maybe Oklahoma State. They have now lost five straight games and may <laughs> never win again. Yeah. Tavon must be down bad. Right? He is down bad. I talked to him on Saturday. He was very down bad. But we will see you this Friday for an episode of Too Many Men. Bye, everybody.